Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have some great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one source for all your betting needs this season. Pro and college hoops, golf, horse racing, MLB, you name it. <clears throat> They've got the live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online, in fact, is a truly, uh, truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events, and all you have to do is go to betonline.ag or use your mobile device. Use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. Bet online. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. It is where the game starts. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Rosie's Corner, and our great friends at Burton Ace Hardware. Hey, spring is a-coming, summer's a-coming. Make sure you go out and check out all of your grills and smokers. Route 11 in Burton in front of the Burton Bridge if you're in and around central New York. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Camillus Golf Club, and friends of the ML Sports Platter, Daryl Abert, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, Janice, Irvin, Tino, and Byron. Let's get to it. The bracket is set. Now, full disclosure, I watched this year the least amount of college basketball I have ever watched in my entire life. I have told people repeatedly, as somebody who has covered the game for quite a while, um, wish I could still play the game, but my grade two arthritis, almost three in my knees, has told me otherwise. Um, You know... I've said it for quite a while, all right? The product is not that good. There are some good games here and there. I will watch the Titanic matchups. I will watch all of the NCAA tournament, or at least as much as I can. Um, You know, but the product just is not that good. It just isn't. And what we have now is a product that is affected by NIL, Transfer Portal, um, you know, consistent and crazy roster changes, and that doesn't even scratch the surface. Oh, by the way, they still have yet to get rid of that dumbass rule about, you know, needing a year outside of high school uh, to play in the NBA, which is absolutely absurd. So when you take all of those things together and you take the style of play, I'm not blaming Steph Curry, but I am saying he's responsible for it with this ever-changing world we've been in for, what, seven to ten years now, just launching three-pointers, Fundamentals have gone down, layups, they don't practice them, and all this sort of stuff. I got to tell you, the product is nowhere near what it used to be. And I am not, I repeat, I am not the get-off-my-lawn guy here in this situation. So I'm going to talk about the south bracket. I'm going to talk about the east, take a quick timeout, and then I'll talk about the, the, the midwest and the west. First of all, I think you could argue that all year Alabama's been the best team in college basketball. They've had a lot of controversy recently, but they get the one seed Brandon Miller and company. They're going to be awfully hard to beat, but I got to tell you, they could get beat right in that second round game because why not? The eight, nine is uh, Maryland and West Virginia. Um, I'm not going to go through and pick all these games at all. I, I, I'm going to fill out my bracket. I'll post it on social and that's all I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm ahead on my podcast for a good few days here. So um, I'm not going to get into picking all these guys. I might, you know, send out some tweets or whatever. So be on the lookout for that, but I'm just not going to do a full preview. Um, I'll probably do a final four recap slash national championship group game recap, maybe, 
Um, but by that point, we're going to be, you know, a month from the Kentucky Derby. We're going to be all the way into baseball. I mean, the NHL play, I, there's just so much going on. And college basketball, again, like I said, I just have not gone after it like I have in recent memory. Um, San Diego State uh, and Charleston, 5-12 game. That's going to be an amazing game, probably in the 80s or 90s. Uh, Virginia against Furman. A lot of people think that Furman has a great chance. Um, sure, why not? I mean, it's college basketball and all the rest, but I would take Virginia uh, in that game if you asked me. Um, I love Tony Bennett, and I love their balance, and I love the rotational pieces. I love the fact that they can beat you in a million different ways. Franklin, Gardner, Clark, they've all been great all year. I saw them in person in Syracuse. I think Virginia is a legit Final Four contender, of course. They could also lose in the first round. That's welcome to college basketball in 2023. Uh, Creighton, NC State, the 6-11, a pretty uh, interesting matchup there. Baylor, UCSB, the 14 uh, and then Missouri, Utah State, seven and ten, and then Arizona, Princeton, the two fifteen. I actually think that the winner um, of Baylor and Arizona in that game, uh, a couple of rounds deep there, uh, I think is probably the most likely to go up and beat Alabama. Uh, this bracket is loaded with power high seeds: Bama, Virginia, Baylor, Arizona. Um, I think it'll be at the end of the day one of the top four out of there. Uh, I think it'll be a chalk situation. Purdue and Zach Eady get the number one seed in the East, <clears throat> because why not? It's the NCAA tournament, and it's the NCAA selection committee, so they put a Midwest team as the number one seed in the East. Of course they do. Um, but again, that's, I guess, what we have. One seeds are Purdue, Kansas, Bama, and Houston, so I guess we didn't really have much of a choice this year. But, you know, usually there's that one stupid seed, like why are they there type of a thing. Um, Memphis, a FAU, uh, Purdue, I'm telling you, Purdue's vulnerable. Matt Painter still has yet to, to make a Final Four. I would not bet on them going to the Final Four. I just would not. Zach Eady's a great player. I worry about their perimeter defense. What I've seen from them this year, I don't love their guard play uh, sustainability in the tournament. So I, I don't think Purdue's going to come out of this bracket. Uh, you got Memphis and FAU right now. Uh, Duke hot as a pistol right now coming out of the ACC tournament, but Oral Roberts will give them fits as you know the 5-12 game. Um, you know, you got Tennessee, Louisiana, 4-13. I think Tennessee's a real threat to get to the Final Four. Uh, Kentucky-Providence, a 6-11 game. God, how bad was Kentucky this year? Uh, Kansas State, Montana State, your 3-14. Michigan State, USC, ultimate uh, toss-up here uh, in what could be a, an offense uh, like USC uh, going up against that defensive mentality with rebounding and Tom Izzo. His teams, you never want to see him in the first round. And then Marquette, number two seed, up against number 15, Vermont. Um, I think that this one could probably end up being anybody's bracket, I think is the most wide open bracket of all four. Speaking of the West and the Midwest, I'm going to get to those two brackets coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, and our terrific friends at Bowers & Company CPAs. Mike Lindsley back with you. It's an ML Sports Platter edition. Please be sure to keep the downloads and subscriptions coming. All that stuff helps an awful, awful lot. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward and sponsored in part by Bet Online, Welch and Company Jewelers, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual. New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. Okay, the Midwest. I tell you what, I just said that the East is the more, you know, the most wide open. Uh, I, I think I think maybe this one is 
like one A A A A A A A. I mean, because look, these one seeds, Houston. Look, anybody can get picked off nowadays, right? But like, have you ever seen a weaker core of one seeds in your entire life in college basketball? I mean, seriously, that that should give you all of the all of the wherewithal to understand how diluted and down and bad the product is. Houston, Alabama, Purdue, and Kansas are your one seeds. And for half the year, I didn't think Kansas was a top five team in the country. I really didn't. <laughs> you know, how strong is Houston and Purdue? I mean, this isn't like your, you know, this isn't like the old days where, and again, there's going to be some young people out there killing me on social media, but like, this isn't, this isn't like your late 90s, early 90s, late 90s Duke teams or Las Vegas, Las Vegas uh, you know, UNLV running Rebels or, you know, those wicked powerful North Carolina teams throughout the years, you know, playing 34 games, you know, you're 31 and three. Um, and I know that's only a game or two better than some of these one seeds, but like, not only were they 31 and three, but you were like, yeah, I'm just going to freaking write them right into the final four right now and not even worry about the bracket. I mean, that, that's, that's how powerful, you know, the top end clubs used to be. Now it is a different game in terms of all the things I mentioned before. And that has led to all of the parody, but good grief, Houston, Houston's going to have trouble in the second game. I mean, they're going to have really, I think, a lot of trouble. I think Iowa's going to be a big pride. I think Iowa beats Auburn in that first uh, matchup there. And I think they give Houston problems. Uh, Houston, Northern Kentucky, your 116. Miami Drake is your 512. Miami, I think, is a real, real, real Final Four contender here. Indiana, Kent State is a very interesting game. I saw Kent State play against UB um, a couple, uh, <clears throat> what, about a month, month and a half ago. And I really like Kent State. I knew they were going to come out of the MAC, and I know that they're going to be a big problem for whoever plays them. And Indiana has shown this year to be either really, really good or really, really down, and they let things happen that shouldn't happen. And I love Trace Jackson Davis. I saw him as a freshman in the Dome uh, in Syracuse. But uh, I got to tell you, I, I think Kent State could win that game, no question. Iowa State is the sixth. They're going to wait for a play-in game. Now, listen, I'm not going to talk about the play-in games. I couldn't care less. Iowa State is a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, speed team. They need to set the tempo to win. My guys are playing there. It is Jaron Holmes, and it is Oshun Oshuni. So I will tell you right now that I am partial. There, we have no St. Bonaventure in this bracket. We have no Syracuse in this bracket, of course. Uh, both teams with uh, really rough seasons this year. Um, I'm going hard for Iowa State, and I'm going hard for Colgate at the bottom. Colgate's a 15 up against the number two in Texas. Um, you know, Texas A&M and Penn State are the 7-10 above them. 3-14 is Xavier, Kennesaw State. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm going for it. I just had Matt Langle on my podcast. Um, I root for Colgate. They're 55 minutes away from where I'm sitting. Uh, great university, awesome D1 athletics, humble as can be. Great atmospheres and all the rest. Um, I used to work quite a bit up there doing some freelance stuff. So, uh, yeah, I love that Seven Oaks golf course too. Um, I, I'm going full bore into Colgate. I hope they pull an upset. I hope they do something really magical here because if you remember Colgate the last several years when they've gotten in, now this is three of the last four Patriot League tournament championships. Um, you know, this is a team now that's been to four under Matt Langle. Uh, this is the prototypical, uh, you know, put the bullseye on the back team in, 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 in the Patriot League that everybody's uh, chasing. Uh, and you have to recruit a different kind of kid, man. You've got to recruit the academic side before the basketball side. Um, but this is what happens at a place like Colgate in this college basketball atmosphere. You can recruit those academic kids. They want to be there. They want to be there for their major, their four years. They want to be at the institution. That can be an advantage as far as other teams in your own league and mid-majors as a whole. Colgate, 
I'm rooting hard for you. I really am. I'm hoping that my guys at Iowa State win uh, a game. Colgate wins, uh, uh, well, two, two games, I guess it would be. Uh, Iowa State wins two games. Colgate makes, uh, makes noise, wins two games, and then they play in the Sweet 16 game. That would be absolutely freaking awesome, uh, in my opinion. So I'm going hard for those two clubs. Finally, in the West, Kansas, again, kind of a soft one seed. They've got 16, Howard, Arkansas, and Illinois, the 8-9. St. Mary's and VCU, this might be my favorite game of the tournament because you think about wicked good guards and you think about uh, VCU and the tenacious play that they've got there. VCU is a really, really good team. Hey, that basketball house that Shaka Smart built over a decade ago, it's still rolling at VCU. They were the best team in the Atlantic 10 for the last two and a half months of the season. They're playing against a good St. Mary's team, the 12 and the 5. Man, I'll tell you what. I think that uh, VCU was severely underseeded, and I also think that below them, UConn and Iona, that is completely underseeded as well for Iona. I think UConn can make some serious noise. If they get through this game with Iona, I think UConn's got Final Four potential. I really do. I think that roster is tremendous. Uh, we know that they've got the big guy inside who's given people fits. They went 25-8 and eight this year. Um, you know, but when you look at their, their, their roster, uh, they go top heavy with Adama Sonogo. Uh, their guards are tremendous in terms of Newton and Hawkins. I think UConn's a really good team. I really do. They average 79 points a game. They rebounded as well as anybody in the country. Uh, they get back on defense when they need to. They're averaging almost five blocks a game. This is a complete basketball team who I'm telling you, they are going to be a pain in the drain to play in this NCAA tournament. And again, you got to get through Rick Pitino. It's his month, man, March. Rick Pitino, everybody knows, I think he's a top five coach of all time. If you ask me to put my Mount Rushmore together, would he be on it? I think he would be. I think it would be Coach Krzyzewski, Coach Wooden, Rick Pitino. And then, boy, that fourth one is always, always hard. Would you put Dean Smith on it? Would you put Bobby Knight on it? Um, I'd probably go Bobby Knight right now, just kind of quick thinking. But for sure, the top three, in my opinion, are immovable when you look at Patino, Coach K, and Wooden. But I am gung-ho, ready to roll. My favorite brackets are the West and Midwest. I just love these matchups. Um, I wish VCU was more like an 11-10, more respect uh, for the A-10. Uh, TCU at a 6, uh, they're going to wait a play-in winner. you got Gonzaga the 3 against Grand Canyon at 14. I think this is a good spot for Gonzaga, right, because they went from Cinderella to favorite overnight, right, and then getting Adam Morrison and all these big-time recruits. And they have you know guys like Drew Timmy. they got NBA guys spitting out of the program. But now they're a 3. They're kind of moving back a little bit. Their defense was brutal this year. They got killed on the boards on the road. I think Gonzaga, as a three, playing down low like this with not as much pressure is going to be a huge problem for the rest of the bracket. Um, Gonzaga uh, Gonzaga probably, I think, beats Grand Canyon, and I think they roll a little bit here. Their, their problem is going to be UCLA from a defensive standpoint and a rebounding standpoint there um, in case Gonzaga does, in fact, win um, you know, two games to get to the Sweet 16. They'll have to face that UCLA team. So uh, the first four games are Texas A&M, Corpus Christi against Southeast Missouri State. You got, uh, those are the 16s, the 11s, Pitt versus Mississippi State, Arizona State against Nevada, the 11s again, and then 16s will be Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. So the six seeds I mentioned will await the 11s, the um, the the ones will await the 16s, and we'll and we'll have it from there. But um, this is going to be a, a, a fun tournament. I'm not as gung ho as in past years. I just don't think the product has been that good. However, uh, bring it on for me, Colgate. Bring it on for me, Iowa State. Cannot wait to watch those clubs in the big dance. 
Uh, really wish my Bonnies were, were there somehow, some way, of course, in, in Syracuse uh, to a degree. Was really hoping Florida State as well. My sister went to grad school there. Uh, just kind of have some, you know, kind of underneath teams that I support and all the rest. But uh, Florida State had a terrible year. They won nine games. Uh, they were so bad from the beginning. Um, but but I, I think VCU, as far as matchups, best matchups, I'm going VCU and St. Mary's. I just I am I am licking my chops for that one. Um, I think you're going to have some major uh, play in Kentucky Providence. That's going to be a good game. Uh, watch out for the eight nine Maryland West Virginia. That's going to be competitive. Uh, again, Kent State. Watch out for upset time there against Indiana. Uh, if you're a betting man, which I am not, I would bet that game. I would bet Kent State in that game. I would bet. Uh, uh, you know, you got a, a flip of the coin with Iona UConn. I think if UConn can get through, I think UConn is a Final Four contender there. I think, again, they'll have to get up there with the uh, matchup with Kansas and then see what happens. But um, I said I wouldn't pick the entire bracket, and I'm not going to pick the entire bracket, but I will give you my Final Four teams to come out um, of these uh, of these brackets. I, I'm really, really high on Baylor. I'm going to go Baylor out of the South. I am going to take, oh, baby. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Miami and Jim Laranaga out of the Midwest. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Why not? I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna go Connecticut out of the uh, West. I think they get through, and then the East. Boy, this is a hard one. I mean, how soft is is college basketball with a two seed being Marquette? I mean, really. I mean, why why not Duke in the East? Seriously. I mean, you talk about Duke as a five and Gonzaga as a three. Do I really want to deal with that? No, you know what? I'm not going to take UConn in the West. I'm not. I'm going to take Gonzaga. And then in the East, hard to pick against Duke, huh? Uh, Kansas State's a good team. Tennessee's a good team. But again, it's anybody's bracket. Uh, I think Filipowski can neutralize Zach Eady. And then Duke rolls. Give me Duke. I'm going to go Duke. I'm going to go Baylor. I'm going to go Gonzaga. And I'm going to go Miami in the Final Four. Um, and then I'll take Baylor in the championship game over Miami, and I'm going to take Baylor to win the whole thing. And wouldn't that be something for Scott Drew and the Big 12 to win yet another championship? They've won, what, two of the last three? Um, you start to talk about Hall of Fame. You start to talk about being a perennial championship contender. Baylor, the last several years, has been really, really good. You know, since 2017, they made the round of 32 four times, Sweet 16 twice, Elite Eight twice, Final Four once, um, and they just won the championship last year. You know, um, so they are, you know, they're they're really, excuse me, two years ago. Um, you know, since Scott Drew has, has been there, uh, this, this is a big-time, big-time program, man. I mean, it really is. You know, and you look at what, what he's, you know, done um, – you know, prior to that, I mean, he built his career student manager at Butler, Valparaiso assistant, head coach of Valparaiso, and then right into it. And he's had Baylor humming. He's going to be, you know, you've got a situation here with Scott Drew. If he wins another, you know, if he gets to multiple other Final Fours, um, he's been to one, you know, he's won a championship, but he's going to start piling up some Big 12 regular season titles. He's going to start piling up some tournaments. He's already won the Coach of the Year three times in the Big 12. He gets to a couple more Final Fours. He gets to, you know, win another championship or two, you know, because he's still going. He's going to start leapfrogging guys like Jay Wright. That's where we're at with this guy. I'm going to pick Baylor. Why not? They're a good team. I really like Baylor, um, you know, in this in this bracket. 
Um, but again, they could lose. <laughs> they could lose their first game. I mean, it's 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 college basketball. I have no idea. Um, you don't have any idea. That's part of the beauty of it. But by the same token, this year has been a year that is just I don't know NIL transfer portal product down. I just have not been as active watching. But now I am going to be tuned in, of course. The rest of the country has probably been asleep as well. Now they're going to tune in because it's a tournament and there's money to be made. Uh, but keep your eye on uh, Keontae George um, and Jalen Bridges. I watched a ton of them in the Big 12 tournament. I love both those players, and I think they have takeover ability in the NCAA tournament. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Splatter Edition. Thanks for listening, and it's all brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub. Stop by before and after all the big events in Central New York for the best darn Angus burger in town. The Al and Angus Pub is the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. And throwing a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Camillus Golf Club, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, and Jam and Beats. If you need a DJ in and around Central New York, go see him on Instagram and Facebook. Jamie and his team have a great, great, great array of DJs for your private party, Sweet 16 situation, uh, maybe it's a, a retirement party. Go with Jam and Beats today. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.